0: Hey everyone welcome to Comic Zuka. my name is Malcolm and today we are going to review Green Lantern Beware My Power, a DC animated movie that first premiered at the San Diego Comic Con on the 22nd of July of 2022 and later it was released on the 26th of that same month through DVD and Blu-ray. Now before we go any further here's a warning there will be spoilers so if you haven't seen it I do recommend see the movie first and then come back and continue listening to this podcast. With that said, let's get started. The movie actually what it does is that it originally follows the origin story of Jon Stewart. During the movie we see that he becomes the new Green Lantern after the apparent demise of Hal Jordan and with it he along with other members of the Justice League find themselves in the middle of the Ran-Thanagar war that was provoked by Sinestro and his core. Alright, let's get started with the good stuff about this film. I love the voice acting here I mean each character had their own voice um, in the sense that you could tell the personality of each and every one of the characters the music was great as well I like the animation now the animation is very similar to what we have recently been seeing in these animated movies starting with Superman Man of Tomorrow um, also like Injustice Society World War II, and even recently with Batman and Superman the Battle of the Super Sons. we have that same type of animation which Is very appealing. I like it a lot. We also see lots of nods to other comics, and of other animated series. Just like, for instance, the Justice League animated series and the Justice League Unlimited from back of the 2000s. In comic books, for instance, the first appearance of Jon Stewart in comics, which was Green Lantern number 87 back in 7172, which, curious enough, it was called Beware My Power. And here, we get exactly the same thing, right? I would imagine the titles inspired because of this comic. But aside of that, we see how it grabs elements from other comics, such as, for instance, Emerald Twilight, written by Ron Mars, that's a storyline back in 1994, as well as Zero Hour Crisis in Time, from 1995, written by Dan Jurgens. And let's remember that it was here that we see Parallax that appears. Parallax takes over Hell Jordan. Now, this is important. We'll get to it in a moment. And afterwards, we have the 2005 storyline of the Ran Thanagar War, written by Dave Gibbons. Okay, those are the good aspects of the film. Now, there are things that I really had problems with. So first of all, the pacing. The pacing is kind of weird. I mean, in the sense that sometimes the story is fine and then they kind of rush through things to a point that you kind of lose details of exactly what's going on. So I feel like the pacing is kind of off in many parts of the film. There are things that are not well explored, so you don't really know what's really going on. This, of course, leaves me to the fact that there's just way too many characters here. Being a film that is dedicated to Jon Stewart, there's just too many characters characters, and with very little backstory. Now I know that many of us were already used to the animated movies and reading comics and we know a lot about these characters, but if there's someone that's coming on board for the first time, they completely lost track of all, many of these characters. So for instance we have Vixen, we have Hawkgirl, we have Green Arrow, that in a way they're being introduced for the first time in this somewhat new animated universe that we're getting that we could kind of say started off with Superman, Man of Tomorrow. So, So we don't get much of their backstory yet they do have important roles here and their roles become so important to the extent that we don't get much of Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart kind of fades away because these characters are kind of the ones who resolve everything and that's very unfortunate you know because it is his story right it's supposed to be dedicated to him we're supposed to be seeing him but at the end of the day we even get a third act the climax of the film that is actually being resolved by everyone. We have an Adam Strange that actually saves the day Jon Stewart is getting his ass kicked by Hal Jordan parallax right yeah because I mean again Hal Jordan is still alive actually but he's been taken over by parallax in the story and then at the end there's this battle between Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart that at the end Jon Stewart doesn't even win because it is Green Arrow that shoots his one of his arrows and kills Hal Jordan So it's unfortunate that being Jon Stewart, the center of the film, we don't get much of him. Also, another thing that goes kind of back to the pacing is that the movie is very short for everything they wanted to just shove into the storyline. So the film is only one hour and 15 minutes. Like many of the animated DC movies, they're usually short. But in this one, they tried to just shove in so much into it. Just the fact that they're trying to put into this movie... Rand Thanagar War, which is a six-issue comic. I mean, you you cannot do all that here. I mean, it's, it's very hard. Again, you know, they're doing so much that at the same time, we're not getting much out of it. So, going back to the fact that there's just too many characters and no backstory, we get the Sinester core. It's this group of villains that I know a lot of them are actually fan favorites. We don't even hear them say anything. They're just there. So not only we don't get a backstory, we don't even hear anyone doing their voices. Um, Also, we don't get much about the Green Lantern mythos. We don't get that explained. So for newcomers, they may have heard of Green Lantern, but they don't get much of the backstory. Who are the Green Lantern Corps? Who are the Guardians of the Universe? Who are these people? And another thing that kind of bothers me is the fact that what's up with Jon Stewart's origin story? It's completely different. Now here, his origin story kind of feels like a mixture between Hal Jordan's origin story and Kyle Rayner's. In the sense that in the story, what we get is that Jon Stewart sees a ship that crashes. He goes to see what's up and he finds a blue alien there that gives him a ring. And mentions that he's the last of the Green Lanterns. This blue alien dies... So basically, as you can see, it's a mixture between Hal Jordan's and Cal Rayner's origin story, and Jon Stewart's origin story is nothing like that at all. Jon Stewart was actually created by Danny O'Neill and Neil Adams, and he first appeared in Green Lantern number 87, the issue for December 1971 and January 1972. And in this story, what it tells us is that Guy Gardner, that was actually Hal Jordan's backup, suffers an accident being hit by a bus while trying to save a girl. Now, he being in in a very bad state in the hospital, one of the guardians of the universe talking with Hal Jordan said that definitely you need to have a backup. So in that, he says, I know just the person. We've been keeping our eye on this guy called Jon Stewart. Afterwards, the guardian will take Hal Jordan to see who is this Jon Stewart, and from a distance he sees that John Stewart is having an argument with some police officers because they were complaining because some kids were playing dominoes on the sidewalk and they shouldn't be doing that. So Hal Jordan sees that the John Stewart doesn't seem to have a lot of respect for authority but of course the guardian said hey our decision is final. Hal Jordan then has a conversation with Jon Stewart in a candy shop and tell him everything that he needs to know about the Green Lantern Corps and about the rings and everything. And without mentioning much more than that, Jon Stewart is recruited as a member of the Green Lantern. So basically, that's kind of like his backstory. But we get something completely different here. Anyways, with all that said, I would give this film a five. Honestly, I liked it to a certain extent, but definitely there's a lot of problems with the plot, with the pacing, uh, with everything that they tried to do in the film. And they tried to do so much within just an hour and 15 minutes that honestly, at the end, I wish I could have seen more of Jon Stewart, which is actually his origin story. But we don't get much of that. What we get is a bunch of characters doing a lot of stuff, resolving a lot of things. And Jon Stewart kind of fades away in many of the scenes. He has almost no importance to this movie and being his movie. Movie, right so that bothered me quite a bit so basically that's it those are my thoughts about this film and thank you so much for joining us and see you guys next time Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. Please subscribe to ComicZuka the Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or whatever platform you like to listen to. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Here in ComicZuka, we're saving the day one comic book at a time. See you guys next time.